0: It's to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. Good evening and welcome to Red Friday Scottish Cup semi-final special. Aberdeen go into Sunday afternoon's clash with Celtic following back-to-back wins over Motherwell and Dundee. But of course, without suspended skipper Graham Shinney. We'll have all the build-up plus the rest of the weekend football and the latest in the predictor. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me are Andrew Shiney and Dave Galloway. And, Andrew, it's, there's a
1: steely confidence about the club at the moment ahead of Sunday. There is, and uh, it wasn't uh, born out of the first-half performance at Dens Park, I have to say, because that, as a spectacle, was absolutely abysmal. But second half was much better. But... You know, put all league form aside. um, Yes, it's nice to go into the into the semi final with a a couple of wins under our belts. But I think it's the fact that we've played a lot of big games and won big games in the the last couple of years that gives you that belief that Aberdeen can go on and reach another cup final.
0: Yeah, and uh, as well, Dave, I think. There is a feeling that uh, Neil Lennon is a brilliant manager, but it's a different proposition from
2: a Brendan Rodgers Celtic. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Derek McInnes. As for Aberdeen's passage to the last four, he says they've certainly done it the hard way. When I mean, the draw was made, we still had Rangers at to deal with, so. Um...
3: Every day we've seen we were a long way away from winning a trophy then. But we overcame that hurdle. And I think there's a, a body of evidence this, this season that we can deal with these types of games and hopefully we can that can play out on Sunday. We're certainly looking forward to it. I like the familiarity about it all and I like the fact that we just deal with the big game. It's still exciting nonetheless. I think we all at Aberdeen need to remind ourselves of that. This is uh, exciting for the supporters, exciting for my players, exciting for my staff. We're just looking forward to the game. And... and um, Like I say, just want to try and put our best foot forward, put our best performance in that we're capable of, and we know we can deliver uh, a winning performance.
0: And we have beaten the old firm in Glasgow with... Won at Parkhead in the past year, we've won at uh, Ibrooks and we've also won at Hamden, Which they are things that are just prey on the back of players'
1: minds when you you go and you don't get that monkey off your back. They do, um, and you cast your mind back to the Fergie era when uh, he was really disappointed when Aberdeen were celebrating getting draws at these places, uh, and instilled a mentality into the the club that uh, you hadn't to be, you couldn't be satisfied unless you would won there. And it, ended up that it was more or less an annual pilgrimage to to Hamden at the end of the season to pick up the Scottish Cup, that's what people expected and it's it's moving in that direction again now, you're right, we've won at Celtic Park when it counted, we've won twice at Ibrox, again when it counted, and we've beaten Rangers at Hamden, so uh, as the manager said there is this body of evidence that has been growing over the last couple of seasons to suggest that the allegation that Aberdeen were bottle merchants is so far off the mark.
0: Yeah, and we go to Hamden these days more often than
2: many other grounds. That is certainly the case, Dave. It's great to see that sort of uh, swagger uh, that used to be around many years ago when we go down to Glasgow, we just roll in, we're totally confident in our own ability, our own capabilities, and, and what we can do. And as the manager has touched upon, we could take an awful lot of encouragement from recent showings. Against the hoops in Glasgow? I think we've got the experience and uh, certainly
3: the last couple of games against Celtic uh, both in Glasgow at Celtic Park three if you count the 1-0 victory at the end of last season the 1-0 defeat at Celtic Park nothing in the game you know Scott Sinclair scores um, fantastic back heel and then a 0-0 last time out at Celtic Park a couple of weeks ago so the last few games against them in Glasgow, we have been always in the game, we've been very close to winning the game, but ultimately um, we've only won that one victory, but we feel there's been enough in all three games recently in Glasgow that we can uh, go into the game with plenty of confidence.
0: Same stage last year Andrew, we, we, we like uh, this weekend, we don't have Graham Shinney but last year we also had key players suspended in, in Shea Logan who of course is injured and also Kenny McLean uh, it S- slightly better off we will miss the skipper but there are plenty of players who can come in and do a job there.
1: Yeah, that's going to be the, the real poser for, for everybody who is going to take the place of Graham Shinney in there because you have players of the experience of Stephen Gleeson or the, the youthful enthusiasm of Dean Campbell who could come in and do a job. There's others in the squad who could be redeployed to other areas. Uh, you know, you could see Michael Devlin possibly playing at right back and ball going into midfield Uh, it's an interesting conundrum for Derek McInnes but uh, yeah we're certainly much much better off than when we played against Motherwell that was such a disappointment and I think everybody that played in that game will feed off that disappointment to ensure that it isn't repeated
0: Yeah we can all remember how (sighs) poor we felt Uh, everybody connected with Aberdeen fans players staff alike it was just such a disappointment and I think that will help ensure... Because most of the guys that are going to be there on Sunday
2: uh, were involved 12 months ago, but that should surely help ensure that doesn't happen again. It was an absolutely horrible, horrible day. It was a crushing disappointment. I know Aberdeen had key players missing, but Motherwell thoroughly deserved their victory that day. They just bulldozed and bullied Aberdeen into submission, and you know they need to make sure that does not happen against uh, a Celtic side that'll you know really fancy themselves, but Scott McKenna. He'll be the, the stand and skipper. He's only he's only 22, but he's got, uh, you know, an old head on, um, you know, young shoulders, but very, very broad shoulders. And, you know, he fancies Aberdeen's chances in a one-off match. It's not
3: like you need to play 38 games over the course of a season. It's, it's one game, and if we turn up and get a result, what a chance we have of winning a cup. And the manager and all the boys that were here when they won the cup in 2014, a lot of them say that's the their best football memory. So... Obviously all, all our younger ones want to, to try and experience that as well.
2: Having one of the best goalies in the country playing behind you, how much encouragement does that give you and the other defenders? How much confidence does that
3: give you? Yeah, it's not just the defenders, it gives confidence to, it's to, it's to the whole team. Even on Saturday there you see Joe come out, he makes an unbelievable save for, and goes out for a corner. He then comes and collects the corner and sets it off for the break to, to get the first goal at Dundee. And it settles the whole team down and that's just the, the presence that Joe's got not only in keeping the ball out, but also starting counter-attacks.
0: And there is pressure, I'm sure, on Neil Lennon because he doesn't know how long he's got the Celtic job. There's other names being bandied about uh, with no real um, sort of... Uh Confirmation either way from the Celtic board, and uh, there's pressure on him to deliver this treble.
1: Treble, yeah, there is, and there's there's pressure on the players as well. Um, yes, they're used to winning things, but you, you look at the way that they've gone about their business since Brendan Rogers left, and it hasn't been totally convincing. Uh, a couple of nil nil draws at home. Now uh, they'd won all their games at Celtic Park in the league prior to Rogers leaving. Um, I don't think they've scored more than two in a game since Neil Lennon took over, so the free-flowing style that Celtic had hasn't been uh, there for all to see in recent weeks, which adds to Aberdeen's confidence, I think, going into this one, but uh, they've got their own job to think about, never mind what Celtic are playing for.
0: Yeah, it's uh, at the end of the day, we know Celtic are very much, for a good reason, they're the favourites, Dave, and uh, it's going to be a struggle, but... We know that if we play to the levels as a team that we're perfectly
2: capable of, we're right in the mix. It should be a fascinating tactical battle, shouldn't it? And as for this treble-treble, um, well, Derek McInnes, he, he couldn't care less about that.
3: What's in my mind is just to try and win a cup for ourselves, you know, and I think that it's always the intention at our club to try and at least win one trophy every season. we at the post a few times, we've been put ourselves forward certainly enough times over the last few while, um, and now we've got an opportunity to try and get the club into another final. And the intention is to is to win it. And we set out in the competition, so we've um, some tough challenges to get to where we are. There's another tough challenge ahead of us, but it's a game that we're uh, certainly looking forward to.
0: Just under uh, 14,000 uh, for Sunday, which is pretty much the norm for a, a semi-final but uh, it won't sound
1: like 14,000 can be sure of that it'll sound as though there's a lot more Yeah uh, they'll certainly make themselves heard the Red Army uh, getting behind the side and well we saw it at the, the League Cup semi-final with similar numbers at that and the team responded and, and got the victory so why can't we repeat history
0: Yeah but it's, it's such a great day out for, for the fans and you know a semi-final defeat there's not much worse in football, but a semi-final victory. And boy,
2: you make the most of it. Yeah, Dave, talk about the, the, the extremes of emotions. You know, there's there's no fine line tomorrow, is there? Either Aberdeen fans will be in the depths of uh, uh, despair on Sunday or they'll be, you know, absolutely up in the clouds, floating on cloud nine. We've touched on the, the Red Army. They will be there in numbers. They will make plenty noise and the gaffer says they will have a big big role to play we went to the semi-final over the League Cup
3: against Rangers we were outnumbered um, but they let us let us know they were there and um, got right behind the team at crucial moments and I'm sure we'll hear them again on Sunday and um, hopefully we'll hear them at the end of the, of the game um, celebrating because they uh, it's a great feeling to go to Glasgow and win when nobody else is expecting it but the the pressure and the expectation from our own selves is, is there and we want to make sure that every supporter uh, going is uh, rewarded for making that effort to be there.
0: OK, there's a uh... Lots of potential match winners in, in both uh, both um, camps and by potential match winners. You don't just mean the scorers. It can be, as we've talked about, Joe Lewis uh, at the other end. But uh, who's your one to watch on Sunday,
1: Andrew? Uh, well, you've just named him Joe Lewis. I, I think because of the calming influence that he has in the Aberdeen defence, we will be under pressure. Celtic, no doubt, will have more of the ball than we will. And uh, Big Joe has played more than his part uh, in ensuring that we've got to this stage and uh, you know he's got a big role to play once again and if he plays to the top of his form, the confidence that he inspires and his other teammates will percolate through them and uh, I can see Aberdeen winning.
2: Dave? I'm going to go for Scott McKenney. He's only 22, but he's well capable of uh, being the captain. He'll relish the role of skippering the Reds at Hamden. No problem there.
0: Absolutely. We'll continue our build up to Sunday's two o'clock kickoff in the William Hill Scottish Cup semi final. Aberdeen against Celtic after these. <laughs> time to talk dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday. It's a cup semi-final special. The big one on Sunday, 2pm at Hamden start for Aberdeen and Celtic. And uh, Graham Shinney obviously suspended, but also it does look as though he may be
1: playing his uh, football elsewhere next season. He's not alone. No, um it's it's one of those funny kinda of situations that um if you get to a cup final, uh it's great that, you know, everybody's together for the final, but then at the end of it you're saying cheerio to a few players and that again will be the scenario this time it could be the last time we see Max Lowe in action for Aberdeen for example and what a player he's been uh, one of the, the ever presents in the Scottish Cup this year along with Joe Lewis uh, Graham himself who misses out as you've said, Lewis, Ferguson and Andy Considine they've started all the five Scottish Cup ties this season Max got her first goal in in the Cup against Dennis Muir if you cast your mind back um, but uh, you know he's been a wonderful player for the Dons and if he does move back to Derby County uh, he will be sorely missed at Pataudry
0: and he certainly played James Forrest better than uh, I think anybody we've seen in
2: the League Cup final earlier this season spot on Dave absolutely fantastic you know Max wants to continue impressing bosses at his parent club but any thoughts of his future have been put to one side for now
3: I'm not really thinking about that I'm thinking about more what I can do for Aberdeen right now but um, like you said it's a massive occasion for everyone who's going to be playing in that game and um, healthy competition within the squad so we don't we don't know who's going to be playing yet because everyone's doing well in training and we've picked up some good results and good performances from certain individuals so but on an individual level I'm just going to look at it as um, the biggest game of my life because that's what it is on Sunday so I'm just going to take it game by game and um, this is a massive game
0: for us Let's hear from the Celtic manager interim manager that's Neil Lennon
4: it's a familiar foe that we're coming up against, and we know the style of play. And it's a semi-final, and they're always quite tense occasions anyway. They've been a little bit inconsistent, you know, at home, but um, their away form has been pretty good. And it's a semi-final, and they'll want it as much as us. But um, again, I can't comment on their mindset. I can only comment on what we want to do, and that's to get on the front foot. A good tempo to the game and create some early chances if we can, but you know, they're rigid, you know, they, they do defend well, they do specialize in, in making, making themselves difficult to break down. So, it's something that we've analyzed and looked at, and hopefully, we can improve on.
0: Big occasions like this, it's always a good chance to get former players interviewed, looking back. Uh, in- Cup games in the past and uh, people like Jim Hermiston who was interviewed by the local press this week uh, going back to the 1970
1: Cup final. Yeah, um, Hermit now uh, out in Australia uh, who of course famously was a bobby by the time Aberdeen won their next trophy uh, in 76, the League Cup final but uh, yeah, um, Eric Black what a career he had at Aberdeen Incredibly, Eric won a trophy every 17 games he played for Aberdeen um, he, because he arrived at the right time. He was involved so heavily in finals, scored goals in finals. And, you know, if there's anybody that is um, able to talk about the success of a young squad, it's Eric Black.
0: Yeah, and of course, Dave, is also, despite the fact he won so many trophies, Fergie was uh, quite happy to kick him out of the team
2: when he th- uh, heard that he was maybe moving on <laughs> that that's just the way Fergie operates isn't he um, you know an absolute legend but a, a ruthless uh, legend Eric great to hear from him this week like you say the Gothenburg great he says uh, you know as for this weekend's match so much rest on it for Aberdeen
3: Without being any disrespect to Inverness and Hearts, this game on Sunday, if they win it, gives them a massive opportunity to to, to lift a trophy. (laughs) Without doubt, there's a transition period going on at Celtic, which is absolutely normal. I mean, I I think Neil's appointment is a great appointment, um, but I think there's a transition, as with any coach that goes into a club, any type of manager. It takes time for the players to get used to it. He may well want to adapt bits and pieces, and I think we're seeing that a little bit. Um, And I think Aberdeen now have a bit of calm. Coming down to Glasgow. Um, I think the last game 0 0, I think Celtic partly performed extremely well. So I think they'll be relatively
0: buoyant about coming down. And you've also caught up with the Don's vice chairman earlier this
2: week. Yeah, Dave Cormack, good to speak to him. He sees no reason why Aberdeen shouldn't get a great win. It's uh, wonderful that the club's got in another semi-final. It's great for the city, for
0: Aberdeenshire, the area, and um, really looking forward to an exciting game. We're excited we're taking on Celtic. It, there's a reason they play the games, is because there are upsets, and whilst we might be underdogs, And we go we go in being very confident
1: about getting to the final.
0: Right, uh, we're going to head to the predictor in just a minute But first of all, let's get the kid in the kit rooms uh, uh, Premise and what's going to happen come Sunday Oh, it's the big one this Sunday Come on boys, we can do it Do you know that Scott McKenna is going to be our, our captain on Sunday? Shane was bad at the last cup game. Bet he was in big trouble from Darren Kinnis. I'm reckon the score is going to be 1 0 the Dons from a big boulder, Scott McKenna, from a header. can do us proud boy. <laughs> whatever, <Boy. laughs> whatever they put in his orange juice I'll have
2: some of that yes please I'll have a pint
0: yes so um, the predictor Andrew
1: what's the scores on the doors well the Red Army last week got 4 so they're up to 119 needing snookers almost now Dave G you're in a great run of form 9 points last week to take you up to 135 it's all about momentum uh, yeah I got 7 so I'm up to 136 Dave you got 8 so you've stretched your lead at the top of the table to
0: 2 oh, running away with it
1: woof okay um,
0: so we'll have have Flood to give his uh, um, predictions representing the Red Army but uh, first of all Dave uh, the championship this
2: evening Dundee United against Air United well Air have certainly got the the Indian sign over Dundee United so far this season they've beaten them three times I take the Tannadice team to get a measure of revenge and go nine points clear in second place
1: Andrew 3-1 for Dundee United. Did you he give us a score there? No, you did. didn't. You <laughs> didn't that? give us the score. Oh, 2-1, Dundee United.
0: Trying to... 2-1, Dundee United.
2: OK, so... A measure of revenge. <laughs> yes. 2-1. <laughs> 3-1. <laughs> uh,
0: I've gone 3-1 <laughs> as well. Andrew, uh, the other semi-final tomorrow lunchtime, it's going to be a half full Hamden... For Hearts against Inverness
1: It's a difficult one this Because Inverness have got Absolutely nothing to lose Go and have a go at Hearts Hearts are the side That everybody is tipping But I just do feel That Craig Levine's side Has got enough nous Enough experience about them Just to see off Whatever storm uh, Inverness Cali can throw at them And they'll get a couple of goals And I think they'll win it 2-0 Okay,
2: Dave Cali play good football John Robertson will have his squad Very well prepared But hearts to squeeze home 2 much. I've gone 2-0 And dave have been in league Two tomorrow, big one for Peterhead. We'll hear from Jim McNally shortly against Albion Rovers. Yeah, top against ninth. If the Blue Toon are at it, as Jim would say, it, it should be a comfortable win, and hopefully the fans will be out in force to cheer on the Blue Toon. I'm going to head
1: for Albion Rovers now. Andrew. Despite the fact that Albion Rovers are desperate for points, they're not going to get any up at Ballmoor tomorrow. 4 1 to Peterhead. Okay, I've gone 3 nil to Peterhead. Cove
0: Rangers could clinch the Highland League title again. They're away to.
1: For us tomorrow, Andrew Yeah, um, good win for uh, Cove albeit a narrow win in midweek against Keith just to keep that six point gap uh, ahead of Brewer Rangers uh, they need a point I think they'll get three I think they'll win it narrowly, 2-1 Dave I'm going to go for a Cove Rangers win, like Andrew,
2: but I'm going for two 0
0: I've gone two nil as well. Staying in the Highland League, the other end of the table for
2: William against Fraserburgh, Dave. Well, um, I'm going for the Broch to win in a canter against the team with a goal difference of minus two hundred and eight. Uh, Fort William nil, Fraserburgh
1: six. Andrew? Well, they've conceded 90 goals at Claggan Park this season. Uh, they lost 13-0 to Fraserborough last time they played. They've conceded double figures 10 times. They're not going to do it tomorrow, but I'm going to say it's going to be 9-0 to Fraserborough.
0: Well, like Dave, I've gone for 6-0 for Fraserborough. And the final one, the biggie, Aberdeen
1: against Celtic, Andrew. It's going to be tight, it's going to be a cagey affair, Um, Aberdeen will have to defend for their lives, but I just see a repeat of the League Cup semi-final, Aberdeen to win 1-0. Okay,
2: Dave? this one could go down to the wire Celtic determined to make history with the the much mentioned treble treble but the Dons as we've established they've got something about them when they go to Glasgow to square up uh, to the old farm as results this season suggest uh, nerves and indeed tempers will be frayed but Aberdeen to get a great but narrow victory 2-1 I've gone 1-0 along with Andrew let's get the views now of Willow Floods. Okay Willow it's uh, Red Friday predictor time I'm going to give you six games Give me me the score lines and we'll we'll see how well you do against uh, myself, Andrew Shiny, and, and Dave McDermott yeah. so you're, you're really up against it. Uh, up against the pros. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, uh, Friday night first of all starting with uh, that uh, Dundee United against their United score line. 2-0 uh, Dundee United. Um, I just think they are aware from the last time they were at Tannadice and to be fair they are playing a lot better the last couple of weeks. Okay, on to Saturday the first Scottish Cup semi-final Hearts versus Inverness Cali. 3-1 Hertz, I just think hearts would be too strong. League 2, uh, Peterhead, right in the thick of the title race, they're up against Albion Rovers. Uh, 3-0, Peterhead. Highland League, um, a couple of intriguing ones there. Uh, Cove Rangers away to Forest Mechanics. Cove with a chance, of course, of uh, retaining their title. Go 2-0, Cove. 2-0 to Cove. At Fraserburgh are at Fort William, you would think there might be one or two goals there? We go 3-2. Three two, yeah, for Fraserburgh, yeah, and then we've saved uh, the big one till last on Sunday, Aberdeen against Celtic. What's the scoreline going to be? Oh, we'll go one 0 Aberdeen. Sounds good to me. Thank you.
4: Cheers.
0: Thank you. Head against Albion Rovers, as we've heard. Here's Jim McInally.
4: I think if you were to look at our, our attendance figures when Aberdeen are, are not at home, I do think we get some more. So it would be nice if we could, you know, we could get some support for. From the Aberdeen supporters and Peterhead, or even the Ranger supporters and Peterhead and you know, or anybody, because it's you know we we'll try to achieve it for the town. And I, even when I do the summer camps, with the kids I always say to them, "Look, no matter who you support, always try and make Peterhead your second team." So you know that that goes for everybody. If we if we can get the you know support that that the players deserve at this stage of the season, then it would be most welcome.
1: Well, Cove Rangers, as we've heard, they could clinch the title tomorrow, Andrew. Yeah, uh, a point up at Mossett Park against Forest Mechanics. Uh, we'll see them win the title and then they'll await uh, East Kilbride in the playoffs. But other Rangers still have outside chances of, of winning. They've got to win their last two games and uh, hope Cove lose their two there at Deverin Vale. Uh, we've mentioned Fort William against Fraserburgh. Huntley for Martin, Locos Rothis... And Nairn County Lossiemouth Clackaway Strassby Thistle Durf United welcoming Bucky Thistle and Keith making the long journey up to Wick Academy completes the fixture list
0: Congratulations to Banksy who clinched their fourth Super League title in a row last week now the focus is on the other end of the table seven teams still with a chance of going down a big action this weekend of course is on Sunday it's the William Hill Scottish Cup semi-final Aberdeen against Celtic at Hampden two o'clock kick-off come on you Reds and we'll see you next week bye-bye the Northern Lights of Old Aberdeen mean